My name is Randy Orton, and you are listening to the Club K Fade Pod. Thanks for your support. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 135 of the Club Cafe Podcast. As always, I'm Pat McDermott, joined alongside by Dan Peck. How'd you get that scar on your face? Eating pussy? <laughs> and Chris O'Mealy. Yes. And guys, don't forget to tune in to Season 2 of Talkin' Talkies, all happening this month and all year long. We're reviewing Scarface this week, which was suggested by our Club Kayfabe listener, Big Jan Batista. We're taking all the, That's right. We're taking all those suggestions. And I want to give a big shout-out again to Giant Media Ball and Podcasts of Pennsylvania for continuing to support us. And if you would like to become an ally of the Club Kayfabe community... Of podcasts. Oh, Club K Fame community. They all start with K. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> Let us know. So, uh, anybody watch wrestling this week? I watched some. Not as many as I, not as, not as many as I watched the week before. <laughs> not, as, not as many wrestlings? Slightly less wrestlings? Uh, significantly less wrestlings, actually. <laughs> I did, I did. I watched. Yeah. Well, I'm back to Hulu Raw. How many people want to watch some wrestling? I don't. Uh, I don't. That means you don't get the social outcast segments. No, but I do get them on SmackDown. But uh, yeah, Raw kind of started off with that big roster. Uh, everyone, Royal Rumble on the stage, right? I think that's how it started. Oh yeah, that was great because they had 30 people on the stage, and none of them were like the Wyatt family or Brock Lesnar or. Or Sheamus. Or Roman. Or Roman. So it's like, yeah. So no It's going to be like a WrestleMania 2000 situation where there's like eight guys who were told even like the day before that they're in and then showtime happens. They're like, nope, you're not in. I, I like, though, how the lights went out and, and the Wyatts were there. And the, then it came back to the, see what I mean is, it is anyone but you, Roman. I like how it's still tying back to that feud. Like, he still can't let Roman Reigns go. He can't I almost wonder on. if they're um, going to even wishes, have all the Wyatts in. He wishes he could quit him. I, <laughs> I, can, I, I can see them not putting Strowman in just so he doesn't have to get eliminated. I okay, feel got to keep Braun strong. <laughs> <laughs> because Braun indeed means strong. Um, but I kind of feel like, and I don't know if this is good or bad, I kind of feel like the Wyatts and the Authority are going to become like the corporate ministry of oh 2k16 I don't, I don't see it that way they're just kind of they were just kind of there the because y authority they were heels the y authority the the auth family <laughs> the auth family the auth family robinson oh my god wait does that mean stephanie's been sister abigail all along oh my goodness it was me, Robin! It was me all along! Oh, no. For the higher Stephanie's power. Sister Abigail. 
Oh, I'll never watch wrestling again. Abigail has the same amount of letters as Stephanie. I haven't checked that. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It does Seven. Not versus nine. All you eight. have to do is... Seven two. versus eight, I think. All you have to do is take the letters in Stephanie's name, mix them around, take out a few, and replace them with other letters, and then you have <laughs> Abigail. Yeah, Abigail. Oh, oh, she, what was his name? What was, what was Johnny Stamboli in TNA? Oh, I don't know. Relic? Relic, yeah. Oh, yes. oh it's, it's killer. Reverse diagonal and a crossword puzzle. <laughs> if you place it in a mirror. Wow, Don West got fast this week. <laughs> but he was slow, Don West. Oh, I'm sped back up this week. It's when he's not swimming right this second. No, but I will be swimming in crossword puzzles with Relic, which is killer, spelled backwards, upside down, horizontal. Oh, so Stephanie is is Abigail backwards? No, Stephanie's Relic backwards. Where were you? Oh. Okay. Where were you? Where were you? Somewhere in this, you confirmed the presence of the Illuminati. Say something! <laughs> the social outcasts are the Illuminati. The social outcasts... Hey. You want to hear a fun fact about that Say Something page on Facebook? I liked it the day of. Because I felt bad for ignoring it. The Say Something was a... And disappeared like the next day. Was the birth of LOL RKO, by the way. Was it really? Uh, Yeah. At least that's when I created it. (laughs) Because that was what he yelled Say Something to Randy Orton like 20 times and then he just LOL RKO. Oh, was that... That was the first time he did it? Because I, I remember him doing it to uh, Hawkins and Ryder outside, and they were like, he was like, you were supposed to do this! Say something! Say something! And that's where I remember <laughs> Say Something coming from. Oh. No, the six it was was LOL, because it was when or, or, was cause Edge came back from another injury after doing the, the uh, Raid RKO thing. And then he's like, are we going to be friends again? Say something! Say something! And then LOL RKO. Uh, and then I like that page the day after. And then, yeah. Yeah. I still feel bad about that, but... Oh, well. <laughs> Nothing you can do about it now. Where were you? <laughs> well, oh, that's, that's the problem. That's what it was. That was where <laughs> were you. I'm sorry, I got my say something and my where were you's confused. Uh, the where were you was the Hawkins and Ryan. Yeah, the Edgekins, yeah. They were the, the edge kids. Yeah. The edge kids. I like long walks on the beach. They were the major brothers. L- 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 let's go. <laughs> then they reuse that theme for uh, for EC3 in WWE. I forgot what his name was now. Derek Bateman. Yeah, that's right. Derek Bateman. Oh, man. Talk about a guy who's still doing awesome in TNA. Chev posted a clip of... This week when he brought out somebody, I think it was to face Matt Hardy, and he's like, hold on! It was just like a random mass jobber. He's like, this guy needs music! He's like, this is a guy, he's a wrestler, coming down to the ring! It was great! Yeah, it, it, isn't it funny, though, how people like that, they grow, and then when they come back, it's like, oh man, we're so sorry that you left. We're gonna do stuff with you for three weeks. Yeah. Okay. We're going to de-push Tyler Breeze so we can uh, push you. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so that that's another thing. Oh, he's, he doesn't like Tyler, so Tyler's screwed. Yeah, he's done that with literally everybody. He did that with New Day, and look what happened there. So right, they, everybody just calm down. They'll super push this guy for like two months or so, and then Vince will be like, I'm so over him. Which, yeah, you could easily call it's going to happen. I knew it was going to happen with Tyler Breeze because he's a great wrestler with a fun gimmick. And uh, Vince gets over those things real quick because they're not... Because he's Roman Reigns and John Cena. <laughs> well, you're ten years which, off. Which, yeah. which is weird because I was pretty over John Cena for a long time. <laughs> I think eventually what happened is he was there so long and his match. It took ten improved. years yeah. for him to get over again. Right, right. And winning the U.S. title. And having great matches la- with undercard guys. Because last year was the first year I really liked everything Cena did since, like, 2004. <laughs> yeah. Since <laughs> early 04. 04 is when I fell off, was when I fell off liking Cena. Well, you know, in case you forgot or fell off. No, I remember the exact moment I stopped liking Cena. His WrestleMania 20 promo with Big Show when he b- busted out the pack of nuts. Oh, these nuts? And I just rolled my eyes. I'm like, all right, I get it. He's going to pick up Big Show. We're all going to swoon because we've never seen anybody pick up Big Show before. (laughs) And then... Then a decade of picking up the Big Show in surprise. (laughs) Oh, remember how that was the big deal? Big Show's in the Royal Rumble and he literally hasn't been on TV since. I'm going to be the first entrant, but not the first entrant in the Royal Rumble. I mean, I'm the first person that, that declared to be in the match. Yeah. Not, not oh, and by the way, number one. if any of you were looking forward to Mark Henry being in the Royal Rumble, <laughs> today he got removed. So, sorry. That's what he gets for, for staying in too long in 98. <laughs> 18, remember 18 years ago when you stayed in the match wow. for 20 minutes too long? <laughs> that is some storytelling. You remember when he got eliminated by China? Yep. Mark Henry, Chris Jericho. <clears throat> Who else has been eliminated by women? Unico and Great Collie. The Great Collie. Yep. They've all been eliminated by women. China is uh, uh, both of her times she eliminated somebody and then two seconds later got eliminated. <laughs> yeah. Like she got stunner over the top rope. And then uh, in 2000 she got big boss man over the top rope. Yeah. And then later that year boss man died. Oh, man. Bossman died in 04. Oh. Nope. It was two weeks later. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> all right. Uh, apparently, one versus all actually just means Roman versus Kevin Owens in a singles match. A really damn good singles match. But all it was was a setup so that Brock Lesnar could return. Oh, man. And, and German suplex. Kevin Owens setting up that big feud that everyone actually wants to see, but won't happen. Because yeah, everybody wants to see that feud, so we're not getting it. We're going to get Brock Lesnar refing Triple H versus Roman Reigns. That's what we're getting. <laughs> At WrestleMania. <laughs> At WrestleMania, yeah. Just so Triple H can suplex Brock Lesnar? Oh, God. <laughs> he German- like the, the return of Brock Lesnar is for four years later, Triple H, to get over on him. That would be really funny. <laughs> did you uh, do you happen to notice too? I, I'm pretty sure Sheamus got busted open the hard way on Raw in that match with Ambrose. Yes, he did. They were they're talking about that. 
Yeah, well, it ain't ballet, kids. Uh, uh, not color. Now what are we going to do? I, I also like how they're... Uh, I, I like how Ambrose and Kevin Owens are feuding over what's clearly the world title right now. I like how Vince avoided my reference to him not liking color. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm still trying to print those uh, Club Kayfabe Community t-shirts. <laughs> You're still focused on that. It's a white t-shirt the- with white writing on it. Oh, good. I can't see anything it says. Plain Does it at least glow in the dark? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's how you can see it. Yeah. It, Shine- it, it, glow- it glows in the torchlight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it glows by candlelight. <laughs> it's a... In the crosslight. It's a lowercase t-shirt. Vince, do you still sign those paychecks with your quill pen? After I dip it in the uh, in the whiteout, because I don't want to use the ink. <laughs> well, I know most checks have like a bluish background, so I guess it would still. Work. <laughs> I suppose uh-huh. you could do that. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. No wonder why he's like borderline retarded now. He's been sniffing white out nonstop all these years. All of ostrich feathers. Pretty much, pretty much since white out has existed. Yeah. Hey, speaking of the Royal Rumble, we finally got two undercard matches. We're getting Owens versus Ambrose in a last man standing match, which means and, neither of them will be in the Rumble now. Yep. And Becky versus Charlotte for the Divas title. That's gonna be awesome. Who's Becky? You know, I'm really excited that that's where the focus is now. Oh, we also have to talk about the fact that Chris Jericho, evil man that he is, has ended the trombone. Oh, yeah, R.I.P. trombone. One last was one prayer. First, after he was racist for a comment that wasn't racist at all, Please but everybody thought it was. Oh, the back of the bus kids or whatever. <laughs> yeah, which he didn't even call. He didn't call New Day the kids in the back of the bus. He called the Oozles that. Yeah, because they s- literally sit in the back of the bus. That's where the cool kids sit. It's not. <laughs> he even said the oh cool kids at the back of the bus or whatever. Yeah, people are like, "Oh my god, that's racist!" Like everybody's an idiot. Everybody saying this is racist is an idiot. You're racist. <laughs> Xavier Woods' reaction, though, to the trombone being broken as though his best friend were murdered brutally in front of him was and hilarious. The trombone was, was murder. That was pretty damn good. All right, let's talk about the uh, the title change we got this week. Which one? Both of them. Because Kalisto won the U.S. title in an upset win. Everybody was like, oh, my God, they're giving him a push. And oh, then, man. Yeah, Del Rio won it back, and everybody flipped out about it. Well, I see. I get um, giving the face a victory and then taking the title back. I get that, but Callisto is a guy that you could literally strap a rocket to his back right now, and he could yeah. he he is your Rey Mysterio if you stop well, doing this. Well, you watch SmackDown, Pat, so you'll, you 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 understand the story they went for here. The yeah. heel Del Rio used used actual tactics and strategy to weaken his shoulder after he made it out of the cross arm breaker once, and because he's a bad guy in a stable, they used King Barrett as just enough interference for Del Rio to pull it off, and the reaction was exactly what they wanted. They felt out Kalisto, 
And they said, all right. So they, they really liked him as champion. They really hated the fact that Del Rio won it. You know we're going to get that rematch at the Rumble, and Kalisa will probably go over for good this time. Well, and it was only the U.S. title. If if anything, at least it gives you a reason to not like Del Rio instead of purely just he's there and does nothing. Instead of not liking him because they're not doing anything with him. Right, right, right. So you're going to not like him because they're doing something with him instead of not liking him because they're doing nothing with him. Yes. Exactly. I very much oh, appreciate on SmackDown, by the way, the opening um, with Owens and Sheamus, where Sheamus came out and he's like, Dino, you need to start living in reality. He's like, me live in reality? I'm not the guy who put together the tree club friends called the League of Nations. I thought that was really funny. My favorite part was uh, when Ambrose asked for a drum roll and he got it. He goes, oh, wow, that works. <laughs> hey, did you anybody see the AJ Styles video? Yeah, I just saw it, yeah. Yes. So apparently the fans got him the spot in the Royal Rumble. Okay. And uh, Nakamura was stripped of his IWGP Intercontinental Championship, which everybody's like, oh, that that's it. He's going to WWE. Because he set up that program with Kenny Omega. But I guess they're not going to follow through with it. And... I think he was going to take it to WWE and drop it in the trash. Yeah. And uh, Finn Balor has been working heel on house shows, and he keeps teasing the Bullet Club arrival. So, you know, the seeds are planted. So at this point, I'm going to be more disappointed if nothing happens because everything is perfect for this. It's going to be funny when two guys show up. For <laughs> Everybody else just goes right to the main roster. <laughs> he gets Machine Gun and Doc. Oh, my God. Oh, and by the way, uh, Daniel Bryan is going to be released on this Monday, except that that's not true. That was proven to be a fabricated letter. So can we all calm down about that? I don't know. I'll, I'll wait until I see it happen or not. They um, Also, a lot of people are going around pranking, sharing the uh, 2010, I guess it is, release story, which is still up on WWE.com. So if you see oh, yeah. a picture with Daniel Bryan... Without a beard, and it says WWE releases Daniel Bryan. It's BS. Don't worry Check about it. Check to make it. sure it doesn't say just June of June. Yeah. Oh, look, they just released a cat not wearing a shirt. <laughs> because that's where I saw it. Oh, he can't look, draw. It's, a, it's official. Yeah. He can't. He couldn't draw anyway. He sucked. Yep, he only, you know, did the biggest <laughs> WrestleMania so far, but okay. Yeah, right. Let's let's talk about uh, of the two people involved in this conversation. Let's talk about which one can't draw. I mean, I don't I don't know about his uh, artistic abilities. So. Cat wears a shirt, though. <laughs> he does. He wrestles in a freaking shirt. He wrestles in full pants too, uh, or at least wrestle. You can't be a cat that wears a shirt and judge other cats for wearing shirts. When no, but you but you will retire when your friend dies. And Dean Ambrose also, he's a cat with a shirt when he starts the match and a cat without a shirt when he stops the match. Well, the shirt's still on, but it's not on. Right, right. Yes, but, he, but Dean Ambrose can't draw. Dean Ambrose is worthless. He's also the worst worker of all time. Of all time! <laughs> I thought that was Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah, him too. Oh, the the, the, the terrible. I thought worst, that was Tyler Breeze. Wait, I thought that was... Oh, wait, Tyler Breeze is an unbeatable god, right? Yeah, no, that's a different person. Oh, okay. An <laughs> uh, unbeatable god. The unbeatable so, gods of uh, NXT. NXT came back this week. Oh, uh, yeah. How does anyone uh, go over on that show? They're all unbeatable <laughs> gods. 
Hey, you know which character really sucks? The Drifter. I'm oh. not into this character at all. The vignettes were so nothing, good. There's nothing about him. Yeah, the vignettes were great. That's why I'm so disappointed with everything they're doing with I him. I can tell what you're thinking. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I'm thinking that I'm bored. Thinking that you're not doing anything with this gimmick. Oh, and if you were really excited to see a Sami Zayn's Samoa Joe match, well, unfortunately, there's a third guy in there. Oh, yeah. Done, done. Because I, I was really excited about that. I'm like, oh, we're so getting Sammy versus Joe number one. I hope they just kick Dundun in the head every time he shows in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that, and then I heard Dundun's music. I'm like, no, this was perfect. Hey, I belong in this match because uh, I'm the best. I was like, I won my last match. And Joe's like, I kicked your ass in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, so curious then, do you guys think that Sammy's going to go for a number one contendership after this and take on a heel Finn Balor with the whole Bullet Club thing they're teasing? Or do you think that's Balor stays face? Uh, that's the first one is what I want to say. Or do we see like some kind of big upheaval so, some, so a bunch of guys can get called up in the next month and a half? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where this is going. See who debuts at the Royal Rumble. I still say that Joe and Styles are going to meet in the Royal Rumble. I'm going to hold on to that prediction. I, I got to believe every year an NXT's person should debut in the Rumble. Yeah, except for last year when we were supposed to get Finn and we didn't. And we, really, got, we got the Boogeyman instead. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's the big prediction this year, Pat? Or are we going to wait till next week? When we're going to wait till the actual Rumble preview. Yeah. So you can, you can talk about Bob Ollie. Yeah, because I really don't know yet. Um, How you like me now? <laughs> no, you already you already predicted it. It's going to be Triple H. That was your big prediction. Oh, no, that come on, that's definite. Oh, that's so definite. Oh, okay. He's him also, winning is a shoe in. Right. Yes. All right. He's going to put over 29 other guys. <laughs> I put him over all right. Right over the top rope. He's going to put over AJ Styles his first night in the company. Hey, speaking of the going over the top rope, let's talk about the number one contenders match for the women's title on NXT. They actually did really it over the match. top. I don't remember the last time I seen a women's battle royal, but they were always like, uh, as long as you're out of the ring. Okay. And they, yeah, they actually went over the top this time, right? Yep. Oh, because they're the, the real women's wrestling is happening now. That's oh, funny. you know, and you know who went over the top like a champion? Eva fucking Marie. She did. She went and over I'm the top like, like a And in a week and a half, 20 guys are going to go out like pussies. <laughs> but I like the way they set it up. As soon as she got the kick to the head and went over to the bottom rope, like she's either going to be the winner of the match or she's going to come in at the last possible minute and we're going to forget about her. And as soon as the same thing happened to Carmella, I'm like, nope. As soon as Eva came in, I'm like, Carmella's winning, and this is the best way it could have happened. It's great. Uh, yeah. Good for them for getting Peyton Royce and Billy Kay as heels and, like, as an alignment. They were actually doing something. It was good. And they all got a little promo time, ECW style. Yeah. Without the <laughs> miser but still. And I know Dan's favorite was... Uh, <laughs> The Molina Alicia Fox girl. Everybody's been wondering where Cameron's been. Well, here I am. And we're like, nobody's been wondering where you are. And then it's time for the match and she got, <laughs> she jobber, got entrance. The jobber entrance. Like, 
two thirds of the girls got jobber entrance, and then they're like, "Here comes!" Oh, and the best was Oscar fucking trolls the fuck out of Eva Marie. Yeah, Eva Marie's crazy. only started her entrance. She's like one foot down the ramp, and then Oscar comes out. <laughs> it just shows faster. Oh, uh, and uh, and Blissey got the double elimination. Yeah, and Aaliyah made her debut. Yep, it was the Chopper first one out. And got Chopper yeah. It was, it, was uh, it was Cameron and Liv Morgan. And there was a double elimination. And uh, Gianna Peruzzo is not signed to NXT or TNA, but she's appeared in both the past few weeks. So your guess is as good as ours where she's going. Yeah. All right. A lot of talk about the Royal Rumble. But apparently Fastlane is also going to be a big deal pay-per-view this I year. I think it's a mistake. Right, it is a mistake because it's not fast lane, Dan. It's what fast lane? Fast lane, vroom vroom vroom. <laughs> I think it's a, a, a different, other mistake because how many people are out now? You want to have big matches a month before WrestleMania, like really big matches? That's a mistake. Well, it's going to play into however the Rumble finishes, and they're advertising both Brock Lesnar and Chris Jericho. I mean, I get don't phone in a pay per view because don't phone in a pay per view, but. Out of all of the pay-per-views that should feel at least the most phoned in, that one is probably the most passable. Yeah. Or just don't even have one. Go straight from Rumble to hey. WrestleMania. Do a spe- do another special. Instead a of a house, full a live house show? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Wouldn't that be the best time to do it? There really shouldn't be. there At this point, especially, yeah. I'm thankful they got rid of the Elimination Chamber as a thing in between... Yeah, I didn't like that at all. It didn't. It was just like it's just three huge pay per views in like three and a half months. Just too much. I say get rid of this pay per view and move WrestleMania into like mid March instead of so, late so March or early April. So instead of the fast lane, it's just the exit ramp now. Well, I mean, if it's an exit ramp, you might be going down. Uh, you're going uphill, so never mind. Hey guys, if Hogan's lawsuit with Gawker. Uh, is not bad publicity for him, then he will be at WrestleMania this year. That's what they say. So Whoa, it's been eight, nine months. Who's Hulk Hogan? I don't I don't know yet until this is all over. Let's yes, just remember course. him. And they have officially announced who CM Punk's first UFC opponent is going to be. If he wins his next fight. If he wins. His name is Mickey Gall. And if he wins his next fight Gall. against Michael Jackson... <laughs> If he can beat Michael Jackson, then he can face CM Punk. Mickey Gall. Is he going to have Bubbles with him? Oh my god, Bubbles. (laughs) Bubbles, Bubbles, Bubbles. Michael! That was a Moonwalker video game reference. (laughs) I appreciate it. Ah, god. Michael! (laughs) Woo! Oh, yeah, you could, if you hit the buttons during the loading screen. (laughs) 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 Or that idiot that hits the fucking dance and kill everybody button at, like, the first second into the level and you kill three guys. (laughs) Which is different every level, right? It depends, like, how, how, like, leveled up you are towards becoming Mecha Michael or whatever the fuck they called it. Mecha Michael? Mecha Michael? Yeah, you you became like robot Michael Jackson. Michael, Michael, oh, oh, that might have to be the title of the episode. And then, um, yeah, 
as you like leveled up, you did different one, and it was always either smooth criminal or uh, or uh, other one. Yeah, thriller. I don't think thriller. No, it was almost always smooth criminal. But uh, and then he'd throw his magic hat, and then everyone on screen would die. Hi, good old Michael. Good old Moonwalk. Oh wait, they did have the zombie level with the thriller. They did. That was a thing. A thang. I remember getting to the last level in that game with with one quarter one time. And I was like, I am a golden god. Or am See, I... Or am I s- s- sexy Daniel the Moonwalker wizard? I. <laughs> And now let's talk about the big news that happened this week. Well, it's the big news. I'm in the rumble. Yeah. And that's the big Um, news. We got the first induction into this year's Hall of Fame, and it's Stinger. And that's cool. Stinger from Saturday Night Slam Masters by Capcom? Hell yeah. Stingmon from TNA? Stinger. Stingamon. Stingmon, the Digimon. Digimon, gotta do some stuff. So yeah, and uh, it's pretty much all but confirmed that it'll be Ric Flair inducting him. If you can uh, store your Pokemon in computers, aren't they also Digimon? They are digital monsters. Dan, that just hurt my head. Did your head just explode? Head equals boom. 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 So, yeah, that's the big news this week. Good old-fashioned Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So we'll either get another announcement next week, or we won't get another announcement. <laughs> another one for, like, a month. Yeah. <laughs> Until after room, room, room. Well, Sting's already in our Hall of Fame, so... Stang! Sting, stang, stung. You well. have to put on the red light. <laughs> well, that's most of the wrestle talks that we have for this week. And what I asked you guys to do in the Club Kayfabe group as part of a wrestling discussion, uh, we're going to do a two-part Rumble discussion. This week, we're going to discuss the best matches that happened at a Royal Rumble pay-per-view that was not the Royal Rumble Match itself. So, uh, off the top of your head, what are some matches that you guys can think of? I think I saw. I didn't, didn't see this one, but uh, the Rock versus Shamrock at '98 for the IC title because I thought it was booked beautifully, and it had like the Rock had the brass knucks, but he hit Shamrock, and then he hit it in Shamrock's trunks, and then when Shamrock like clinch pinned him, he's like, "No, no, no, ref! He hit me with the brass knucks. They're in his shorts," and the ref found the knucks. <laughs> That's great. No, I did not see that one listed. Uh, what about you, Pat? Uh, just last year, the world title match. Yeah, that was the same one I was going to say. Uh, that was so great to be there live. <clears throat> that was a not only was that just a crazy match in general, but the timing was perfect for everything they did for the finish. How Lesnar came back in, and then how they set it up with him and Rollins. Oh yeah, because. It, there were there were like there were like six falsies in a row. 
Well, that was also the very start of Brock Lesnar's face turn. Like, that was yeah. the, the very, very... Wait, he wasn't face when he beat John Cena? <laughs> or Big Show with a chair for like an hour? Oh, that was the year before, yeah. <laughs> that was great. I loved it. I was, uh, five I was sports entertained. That was a terrible match, because it wasn't a match, but it was a great segment. I was sports entertained. All right, so here are the uh, here's some of the feedback that we got from the CK participants uh, from Taylor Chadwick, Triple H versus Cactus Jack from the Royal Rumble oh, 2000. Man. Yeah, that was a great match. That was the match that made Triple H for me. Before that, I was like, nope, not ready. This is dumb. He shouldn't be champion. And then he faced Cactus in the garden. In the garden. That was the, that was the infamous everyone's hurt Rumble. So the the Rock wins by default. <laughs> Well, we don't know who else can main event WrestleMania, but The Rock yeah, hasn't won well, Rumble yet. They had four people main event that WrestleMania, and it was <laughs> yeah. fucking terrible. Yeah, it was. Ugh, I went over all of them. Yeah, it's dumb. So bad. Uh, from Danny Risner, the Hardys versus Dudley Boys at the Royal Rumble 2000. That was when I officially stopped becoming a Jeff Hardy fan. Really? Yeah, when he like literally killed himself. When he I was literally like, killed himself. What, or oh, I, I like that match, that's though. That was a very was like, good match. So and people were like, Jeff Hardy's the greatest. And I'm like, Jeff Hardy is going to die. And that's not worth it. He's dumb. Our buddy Chris Wright says, Razor versus Brett from 93. Wow. Although he believes that Razor should have won that one. But I think that was back in the in the Bret Hart I have to win all the matches period, which I love Bret Hart to death, I really do. But I've heard those stories where he's like, "No, I need to create a legacy for myself." Roads, so I, I can't put anyone over. All right, uh, next part of this discussion was me just throwing out five or six more matches here. Uh, Benoit Angle, two thousand three. Yep. Which yeah. was which was the, which was the worst story for Triple H Steiner. Oh my god, yeah, if we had a worse list. <laughs> we remember list. that one. We watched that together, Pat. Oh, we're going to red light, green light contest, going down a ramp, and then we're going to have a wrestle in our underwears contest. That was oh the debut of, of New Tights Triple H, too. Yeah, the the uh, burial tour of WCW. Let's do some uh, red, and then some purple, and then some aqua. <laughs> and let's bury uh, how about 2001, the ladder match between Y2J and Chris Benoit with the walls of Jericho on top of the ladder? Yeah, it was another good one, for sure. Uh, sentimental pick from me because I was there for it live. Uh, Ric Flair versus MVP in 2008 because that was Flair's final match in the Garden. And he got a huge standing ovation. Oh, yeah, that was the leading to Flair retiring? Yep. <clears throat> that was the Fl- Ric Flair retirement tour. You can re- you can keep wrestling as long as you keep winning, but the first time you job, you're done. First time you job. I'm sorry, I love you. How about Mankind versus The Rock, the I Quit match? 99. Ooh. Rock with his nipple surgery shirt on. <laughs> Those are $500 shirts? That's why they kept on having no, hardcore matches. Adidas shirts. Oh, those were only the Adidas shirts? Yeah. That was like the three-month period, yeah, where they had only hardcore <laughs> matches with him so he could wear the shirt. <laughs> that was with the, the recording of Mankind, right? Where he cheated to win? Oh, yeah. I quit! I quit! I quit! Which is funny because they, they mentioned it like the entire time that 
He he won't even say it in reference to the match. All he does is spell it out. And then 20 minutes later, it's a recording of him saying, I quit. <laughs> uh, Rock Jericho, O2. Yeah. That was, uh, that was Jericho's first, t- first real title defense as the undisputed guy. And then the other one I put up was uh, Daniel Bryan versus Bray Wyatt from 2014. Well, that was an yeah. intense match. That they that tried was a great to sell match. by not putting him in the Rumble, and then yep. they gave it to Batisti, and everyone yep. was pissed. Uh, Dan Peck picked the next match here. Dustin and Dusty versus DiBiase and Virgil. That's when Virgil turned after the match. Very important. Yes, very important moment in history. Uh, from Matt Hardman, Piper Mountie for the IC title, because that was Piper's first IC title victory. Yes. And we all know who else is a big fan of that title. He's Oh, look, he's here already. Yeah. Not no, you. you can win. Oh. Let him have his microphone. No. Jeez. Such God. a jerk. Is he not even here yet? He's not he's here. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Adrian Cotton picked Brett and Owen versus the Quebecers, the infamous kick your leg out of your leg match. It's too selfish, Brett. <laughs> uh, we also have John Cena versus Umaga, or as William Regal called him, Umanga, from 07. <laughs> and then from Andrew Whitaker, Brock Lesnar versus Hardcore Holly. And no, I'm not kidding. I wish you were. <laughs> Yes, the match I hated Patrick over. The match I made decorative napkins for, which read things like, how about I break your neck? Well, there was like that two-second period where we actually thought he was going to win, and I just, we were all just looking at you, and you're like, I'm sorry. Isn't that right, hardcore? <laughs> that was funny, though. That was definitely funny. All right, so that was our Rumble discussion for this week. Next week, we're going to discuss our favorite Royal Rumbles overall oh, and our favorite man. moments yeah, from Royal Rumbles. For that. Yeah, so we're going to uh, we'll have that one up in the thread for this week. Uh, when we come back, lots and lots of trolls, and then of course, season what season is this of Points Are Buried? Season three of Points season Are Buried is new. Season new. That's right. Our newest season ever. Yes, where we discuss who's starring in the big pro wrestling movie. So stay tuned, y'all. All right, do I really have to read this? Hey, this is Triple H from the Club K Fame podcast. And when I want to be a nerd, or I want to learn about nerd things like movies and comics and video games and stuff, I don't even know anything about this stuff. I listen to the Adrian Has Issues podcast because it is that damn good. So listen to it or else you'll get buried. And we're back. Yep, and I have just arrived thanks to my wonderful Uber driver who dropped me off while I was during the commercial break. So thank you for that. Yeah. Do you guys know anything about Uber drivers? Um, Joe's one. Yeah. Yeah. Our own Joey Image is one, and he's uh, he's made uh, quite a bit of money doing it. Uh, He says it's a lot safer than taxis, 
you know, and the drivers get rated on how good they are, and you you have to maintain that five star rating, or you won't be allowed to do it anymore. So, and plus, they're using their own personal vehicles. I mean, that just makes sense, right? I get the idea behind it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how but, much I like the idea, but I get it, and it's successful. Sure. Exactly. I'm more of a Lyft fan because they got those wonderful mustaches for the front of cars. Well, I'm lying. If you're, if you're if you're uninformed, though, you might think that it's pretty much a system for rape, and your Uber driver is pretty much going to attack you. Um, it's it's terribly expensive. It's not available in your area, and you you're basically incredibly uninformed. And that's what this week's Troll Truth is all about. Somebody who was kindly offered the idea of using Uber when they were not able to use their regular vehicle, who had to post their status in all capital letters, basically explaining that because they live out in the boonies, they can't get Uber, even though you can get Uber anywhere, including the entire state of New Jersey, and then told them to kindly go fuck themselves. It just shows their ignorance. I live in the same area as this person, and I'm pretty sure there are Uber drivers up here. I mean, for years, there was the Highland Lakes taxi that would drive around town. So I'm certain there are Uber uh, drivers. Somebody has to be. And probably the person who drove for Highland Lakes taxi is probably an Uber driver Yeah, doing Uber now, because I haven't seen that car in years. So, anyway, I I think we should... uh, we should invest in following up with um, WWE superstar the Uber taker and see, yes. see how he if, if he has any problems taking rides. Yeah, and what is uh what what does what does the Uber taker do when he uh, when he calls for his ride? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he does, but I'm pretty sure the Uber driver goes where to, Stephanie. <laughs> I heard, um, actually, when you get close to the Uber taker, you just hear, yeah. bong, and then he gets in the car. It's kind of like GTA. Well, when he hits the button on the phone, the, the nearest driver gets the bong sound instead of the normal sound. I, I, I heard, actually, the night before he lost to Brock Lesnar, or actually after the match, I followed up when he said, oh, I wish I hadn't have bought in so many Uber rides. I'm calling the cops. Oh, no. Again? Uh, you really I'm the Uber the taker. I believe in fast, simple transportation. <laughs> oh my god, the Uber taker. In the back of my car to your destination, you will rest in peace. If you're really, really, really tired. Do you really need all these purple lights and steam effects back here? <laughs> Do I have to lay in the gas? Oh! I once drove Teddy Long as an Uber driver. Oh, wait, he's an Uber driver, too? Yeah, not only do I take the Uber, I also drive the Uber. The Uber driver! Yes, but every single time Teddy Long drove for Uber, he always had another car with him. (laughs) There was a miscommunication when Stephanie got in my car. That's why I asked her where to. I was, I was using the um, the old cell phone module 
for Uber before we had smartphones. Back when cell phones had to be like... He had, what, he had one of those giant brick phones that you plugged into your cigarette lighter. And yeah. that's why she was scared. <laughs> no one had heard of Uber. But I am the Uber taker. And I am the flame that cannot be extinguished. Oh, also on my off time, I drive people around my bike because I'm the Uber taker. American yes, badass that's, Uber taker. That's what people want to see when you pick up for your ride. Get on the back of the spike. Um. <laughs> and Limp Biscuit performs on the back of my motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. So You're you can roll him. in to your destination. We're going downtown. <laughs> oh, my God. This decade to you, Ben Stiller. You're my favorite motherfucker. So, so we would like to uh, we would we would like to take this moment to personally thank the Uber Taker as our newest Club Kayfabe sponsor. We appreciate this. If anyone needs a ride, hit me up on Uber and give me a five star rating, or you will rest in peace and not the comfortable type. Uh, so- so can you just imagine if if Dave Meltzer got a ride from Uber, how he would rate it? <laughs> Did he, he get a ride, ride to the Tokyo? <laughs> how would he rate his Uber driver? First he's like, I live in the boonies. And I needed a ride to the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> I delivered 21 people to their destinations until Brock Lesnar got in the back of my car. And I was unable to find his destination, so the streak was over. (laughs) (laughs) Your GPS was on the fritz? Or he wanted somebody, he wanted uh, to get to a road that was newly constructed and it wasn't in the system yet. (laughs) We're going to go into the lake. Nonsense, just take the turn. (laughs) Please turn, please turn. I got got the reference. Oh, man. Give us the turtles! Give us the turtles! Good lord. So, uh... Wow. Speaking speaking of... Didn't expect that. Oh, Facebook's time? (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of dumb people on the internets... It's time for WWE Facebook comments, the part of the show where I read WWE Facebook comments. And I still don't know how you do this because, oh my God. I really, I don't read them like, I don't read them like I read them on the show when I'm looking through. (laughs) Is all I gotta say. I go okay. That looks stupid. Or yeah, but during our during our prep for prep work for the show, I went to their page. I was only reading like the top comments on all the posts, and they were just so bad. And half of them were by the same person because when you're friends with somebody, and they pop up top of the list. Viva Del Rio. Ugh, Kalisto's a worthless nobody. Anyway, or uh, or hashtag fire Roman Reigns and hashtag fire Brock Lesnar, even though he's also been quoted as saying that people who use hashtags are uneducated or no. No, I'm sorry. That's too sophisticated. Are fucking retarded are the exact words he used. Well, he used pound signs. <laughs> yes. pound signs. He uses little tic-tac-toe boards. Uh, what are these pound signs? I don't understand them. Number. Number. That used to be a thing that he would say. God, Number. I, I do know number I, we I, want Cena number. <laughs> Twitter's so stupid; it's full of pound signs. I'm pound you. 
in the face. Oh, oh okay. Oh, in the fist. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure where that was going. <laughs> so this week's post on Facebook was, which group would you like to be a part of? As in, like, the League of Nations and Social Outcasts? Because yes. I can't see this going in a good direction. So our first comment. Roman Reigns is the only man who survived after many suplexes. He has broken the record in Royal Rumble by eliminating 12 members. Okay, cool group. I want to be part of that group, too. Thanks for answering the question. It would be nice if the WWE brought back the hardcore title, changed the look of the tag titles, changed the look of the WWE title, go back to the original pay-per-views, Armageddon, Coder, New Mercy, Backlash, etc. Have better storylines, just make it relevant again. Okay. <laughs> again, that sounds like another great group. Team Champions, Dean Ambrose and Romaine's Reigns. <laughs> Romaine's? E. Romaine's. WWE needs to revitalize the tag team division. Bring in the Wyatt family and make the Dudleys relevant. New Day as champions makes that division weak. Oh, and by week, they mean Sunday to Saturday. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I would actually like to see New Day every day of the week. So, Again, these are great, these are great groups to join. And our last comment. I would like to be a part... Of a group that actually <laughs> enjoys Raw every week and is not embarrassed to be a wrestling fan. You would like to be separate I, separate from that I, group. I would also like to be in that group. I'd also like to be apart. Apart. Separate from them. Yeah, that person doesn't want to be a part of people that are not embarrassed. They'd rather be it. a part of that group. So they want to stay where they are by being embarrassed and not enjoying Raw every week. Whoa! Oh, I mean, it just go. But we've been saying it since the beginning. If you're really not enjoying Raw every week, then why are you watching Raw every week? So again, did you did you see a theme? I, I saw a theme. Nobody <laughs> answered the question again. I see nobody knows how to participate in these threads at all. Well, fortunately, when it comes to game participation. People do do the thing because do 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 the thing. They sure do do the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to play points or buried or folded or frozen. Yes, it's me. I <laughs> finally was, got here. Uh, you're late. So I just got I got an Uber ride from the Uber taker. Oh, God, did he make you go on the back of the bike? The casket that was on the back of the bike that Limp Biscuit was performing on top of, it was exciting! You were at least comfortable laying down in that thing, right? Oh, that's what he meant yes. by resting in peace in yes. the back of his vehicle. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's keep moving. Wait, did he drag you along like the big boss man? God. It did to the big show. <laughs> Come on, guys. Like, Let's oh, yeah, we, need to, we need to intro Goldberg. He's getting really restless over there. Oh. All right. Or. or F and Uber. I'm going to become an Uber driver now. God. No, no, you're but not. You're just going to strap okay. people to your back as you spear things, right? <laughs> Burt Reynolds and I are going to 
We're going to be Uber driver, except I'm not going to drive. This is going to be Bert. <laughs> I'm going to say, slow down, Bert, as we go five <laughs> miles an hour. Or this guy. Oh, oh, I can sell you the Uber taker's original car before he had the motorcycle. Oh, I'm going to swim oh, inside. Oh, God, it's a Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, the Uber Taker's original car, the Honda Civic. Oh, look at me in it. I'm swimming inside the car. There's nothing in there. What are you swimming in in the car? <laughs> and then there's the, the sleeper over there, who, who is not an Uber driver because he's sleeping. He could rest in peace in the Uber Taker's car, though. He can certainly go for rides. Yeah. That's, All right, that's gotta be came. <laughs> you know, God. All right. So as you guys know, they're gonna do this uh, Han Solo anthology film for Star Wars, and oh, I didn't know that. They're <laughs> okay. Oh yes, they are. They're gonna do. They're gonna do a Han Solo origin story movie, and they're casting who's gonna play young Han Solo. And people are flipping out. Oh my God! It can't be anyone other than Harrison Ford. Yeah, and, and they're just gonna Han ruin. Solo. Supposed to be like yes. a thirteen-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna use that aging CGI backwards. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do Kevin Flynn from <laughs> Tron Legacy. Let's hope they use the uh, terrible aging backwards thing they did in. Um... What was that? The second? No, it's the first Wolverine Origins. Oh, <laughs> Professor it can't, X. It can't be as bad as the at, at the in X Men Three when they when it's Magneto and Professor X first see first meet Jean Grey. Oh my god! Because it was the first time they used that thing and it was not ready. But by the time second Tron movie came out, it was pretty good technology by then. But not at <laughs> X Men Three. Uh, I haven't even seen X-Men 3, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that is, that, that <laughs> looked so bad. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So w- what I proposed was that we're going to film a big pro wrestling movie. And every wrestler in the history of pro wrestling is eligible to be played by any living actor. <laughs> that was the stipulation. So oh, wow. dead wrestlers, but living actors. Okay. Well, yeah, it's a history of wrestling, so it can you can cast any wrestler in the movie, but the actor had to be alive. So did that change from any of the entrants this week? <laughs> well, everybody followed that. They have one and done on both sides. Um, did I? I think I said, yeah, I think I pretty much said once you cast somebody in the movie, there's you can't recast them. Um, only one person did a multicast. But everybody stuck to the one person. So, are you guys ready to hear who's playing who in the big wrestling movie? Yeah, yeah. Now, now here's where the fun came in. I gave everybody an option. I said, you could go for... Yeah, I said they could go for an outrageous casting choice, or they could go for one that would be scarily accurate. And pretty much everybody went for scarily accurate, and I think that made it funnier. (laughs) So... Guys, decide how this casting choices are going. So, first, we're going to kick off with James Franco starring as Jeff Hardy. <laughs> wow, I-, I think you can pull that off. He was he was he was eyeballs on his eyeballs in Spider Man Three. I-, I definitely think and he he's pull this played game. high as fuck before. Yes, <laughs> multiple times. 
<laughs> Eyeball Apple Express. <laughs> yeah, let's get the uh, points. All right, Joe Kalaya points. Good casting choice. Okay. Next, we have Steve Buscemi, and he's Whoa. playing Bob Backlund. <laughs> you know what? You can say Steve Buscemi playing anyone, and I would be like, yep, he Points. can do it. Yeah, he could do it. Oh, but he'd be such a good Bob Backlund, too. I'm uh, talking about the kids today, having no respect. That was Jason Cantwell's entry. Steve Buscemi in a bow tie, a three-piece suit with a bow tie. Okay, uh, this one is really scary. Sean Bean playing Triple H. Oh, God. Wait, I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. Sean Bean? Yeah. He was Alec Trevelyan in Goldeneye? Boromir. Oh, okay. You've at least seen the Boromir meme. One does not simply walk into. Yeah, yeah. But how how much does he look like Triple H? He's wow. even got the nose down, bruh. I've never made that connection until I saw this entry. I think we all kind of felt that way. Wow. Well, yeah, realizing who that is now. Yes, yes, points. <laughs> so, Nathaniel Blake Arnold, you get points. Oh, and by the way, Sean Bean dies in everything, so. Uh-oh. Not this time. Holy shit! Yes, that would That's be the that scene. Would be the death scene. Oh god, he's like for England, Austin. <laughs> no son, no son for me. You son, you sorry son of a bitch. Double O three sixteen, son. <laughs> uh, can we can we get a reenactment of that death scene, please, from F- Triple H? eye. Oh, God. Old and I. <laughs> uh, so, so how would that death scene go? Oh, shit. Uh, for England, Austin? <laughs> yeah. What would be the What would be the dialogue for Triple H leading up to his death? Oh, uh, oh yeah. The two man power trip, Austin. <laughs> no, 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 no! Oh my God, no, no, no! no. Holy shit! And then he falls into the satellite dish. <laughs> of course. God. I really like Foldenye. <laughs> oh. Foldenye! How the hell how the hell did he get to be a secret agent? Did you see the way he presses and folds a suit? <laughs> All right. All right. Here's your next casting choice. This is Kevin Smith playing Kevin Owens. <laughs> wow. He's fat. He has a beard. Hmm. It's not very silent, though. I, so, I, I could see him pulling that off, though. <laughs> Let, let's go with it. Let's give it points. Siobhan Ferguson points. I say hell. Oh, no, no. I say yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Next up, we have Gary Sinise, and he's playing Zach Gowan. <laughs> oh, I... Uh, ha, ha, ha! <laughs> Lieutenant Diane. Pointies. Pointies. And who else would have submitted that but Mike Simsek? No one. <clears throat> Okay, this is your multicast. Uh, Will Smith is playing Shelton Benjamin, Kofi, <laughs> Biggie, Apollo Crews, Xavier Woods, and anyone else Shelton-esque. Some like him. It is a WWE budget movie. 
No, is it, it's in, is it, it Will Smith? <laughs> not with Will Smith, yeah. Is it released? I, mean, I guess that's why he has has to play everybody. The Nation of Domination, played by Will Smith. <laughs> yes, and points. he had to like gain and lose weight to play each person. <laughs> right between scenes. Michael Vaughn points. You imagine that movie like took like five years because he had to like gain a bunch of weight to be Mark Henry. I, I feel like that would be an Eddie Murphy thing. The Henrys. <laughs> One thing between you and me is I make this look good. Well, that's an excellent point, Shelton. <laughs> the, the nation professor. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Jason Statham playing Cesaro. That's Dead Ringer. Dead Ringer. No, it really is. <laughs> He'll transport you around in a circle over and over again. <laughs> That's how the Transporter movies go now. They're all just Cesaro swings. Oh my god. They got I, somebody else playing the Transporter now. What? What? The Transporter has one of the one of my favorite scenes in a movie where the door just gets knocked on. The guy looks through the When he drop kicks through the door. <laughs> yeah. Because you're just funny. watching the movie and it's like just all story for like the first twenty minutes and you're like, when does the ass kicking happen? And then when you realize the guy set him up and he just drive kicks through the door and you're just like, okay, yeah, here we go. That's yes, the what points. I'm talking about. <laughs> Alan Craig, points. I know. I, I, t- I told you some of these were going to be scarily accurate. British Cesaro. Okay. For example, our next entry, Kim Kardashian as Stephanie McMahon. Why? Because they're both filthy, dirty, disgusting, brutal, bottom-feeding, trash bag hoes. Wow. See, I would have said Nikki Bella. Aww. But that's so that... the damn ass and tooties, what? <laughs> well, because they're the same per. I mean, they have a show on E! that basically she's the Kim Kardashian of. I don't know, I, I, I can't give this one points. Oh, yes, no. You have to do something. Hell no, move out of my way, son. Shaken, not stirred. No, it's not shaken or stirred, you son of a bitch. It's folded. (laughs) Oh, this is great. Was it tumbled dry? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, so fun story. Ever since I extended this deadline to like three days, Shin has posted in the first hour. So I'm really glad I did that. But it doesn't matter because he didn't get points this time. Air dry, not tumble. <laughs> oh, air dry, so it takes three hours to dry your clothes? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this next one is, uh, oh, it's uh, it's Dan's favorite wrestler of all time. It's Dun-Dun. And Baron Corbin, played by the kid who played Fulton Reed in the Mighty Ducks movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I love that they didn't even look up. Are you sure Fulton they're not the Reed. same person? <laughs> they, they might be. Fulton Looking Corbin. shit up. Eldon Henson? That would be great if that was Corbin's real name. Eldon uh, Henson? Holy shit, he's foggy in the fucking Daredevil show. Really? <laughs> yes, that's, it's totally him! <laughs> Wait, What? Are you sure? He was much. He was huge in those movies. <laughs> I guess he stayed that tight. Now he's foggy. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. Wow. Elton Reed. I guess he stayed that height. Breaking news for everybody who already probably knew, but we didn't. <laughs> Fulton Reed is Foggy Nelson in Daredevil. Well, at least he's not Baron Corbin. He's a he's an avocado at law. Or Sawyer Fulton. That too. Alright, so does this get points? Yes. Robert Atkin points. <clears throat> okay. Next one here. We have Anthony Rapp as Chris Jericho. Who's that? I'm sorry. The star of A Beautiful Mind. It's another ringer. You want to look him up? I'm going to look him up real quick. Yes. He was in Dazed and Confused. Oh, I can Road see Tra- it. Okay. I yeah. can see it. I'm going to give him points just for the fact that it <laughs> looks like it could be. Denzel, you get accuracy points. Which are no better or worse than anything else here. Yeah, leave it to the black guy to pick a rap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks, Vince. Get out of here. And that's a rap. Da 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 da. Okay. Uh, another another obvious and ringer one. It's Mark Wahlberg playing John Cena. Wow. I've heard it a million times. They're even from the same area. <laughs> So, what I'm going to not do is give this points. Oh. Not even for the hashtag Johnny John and the Thugonomics? No. No, especially not for that. Actually, oh yeah, you know what I'm going to do this week? Give me that entry. I'm going to put it right on my back. And I'm going to give it an Uber Spear ride right out the door. Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Big Jan Batista, you just got Uber speared. Yeah, that sounds worse than it was. You really did. All right, next up we have James. <laughs> I drive for Juber. Oh, jeez, it just keeps the hits just keep on coming. We don't drive on Saturday. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be home Saturday. for Shabbos. And don't don't even talk to me during Pesach. <laughs> wow. Alright. Next up, James Belushi is playing Paul Heyman. Um the points already, a dead ringer. <laughs> it really is. Uh that was from Matt Hardman. I prefer James Belushi. <laughs> uh how about Danny McBride playing Kenny Omega? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's pretty much Kenny Powers anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, points. Chris Topher, points. Okay. Uh, yeah, here, here, here's the obvious ringer. Roman Reigns is, of course, being played by Jason Momoa. <laughs> Are you sure they're not the same person? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh, he's standing up. Oh no! Oh no! But wait, wait—he's being replaced by a stunt double. It's Jason Momoa, (laughs) (laughs) and he's gonna Mamu.
remember the thumbs up. Oh, he remembered the thumbs up. He's a good stunt. Oh, no, Roman's are. back now. It's, it's like it didn't even happen. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, he could have used him, like, those three times he's done two Uwas on the same game. <laughs> well, yeah, but we don't keep any continuity, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh... All right, Glenn Kukin, congratulations. You have been the recipient of the first ever <laughs> Mamu. <laughs> but you got points, so that's a thing, right? It's Aquaman. Oh. And if yeah. and, and if any truth can be found in uh, in Entourage, he's going to be a star because of Aquaman. Oh, wait, he's already a star. Never mind. Yeah, but he's going to be swimming in something. Oh, God. All right. Now we have Eric Roberts playing Vince McMahon. Oh, I see that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he was the bad guy in the first Expendables movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can yeah. totally see this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can even see it. I'm so glad he's white. Of course. That's like, I would be as aggravated as when they cast a black kingpin. <laughs> if they cast a black me. What about when they cast a black human torch and then the movie sucked anyway? No one saw it anyway. Uh, well, it made as much money as Star Wars did. Star Wars on its first night. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. It, it it's really all running. It made that much money? It was in theaters for like six weeks and made what Star Wars made in one night. <laughs> Star Wars in one night made what it made in its whole running. Oh, it's so terrible. That's what happens when you get a uh, famous basketball star to play the Human Torch. Oh, God. <laughs> That's why he's Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> uh, the B stands for basketball. Of course it Alright, so uh, Jeff Trellowitz <coughs> for your Eric Roberts as Vince McMahon entry you get them points Alright <laughs> this, oh my god Here, here's a casting choice Gary Busey is going to play the ultimate warrior Oh, wow <laughs> All he's got to do is put on face paint and stuff <laughs> It's over with <laughs> Warrior stands for when anything wrong. Oh, that's not right. Gary, <laughs> could you calm down your craziness just a little bit? We need you to stay somewhat in character here. Yeah, so that gets points. LSG Holmes points. All right, it's Biggie Countdown time. Here's your final five casting choices for the new movie. So, like I said... You could go with something that's just completely outrageous, like Bill Cosby playing Jerry the King Lawler. Oh that's God. not that outrageous at all. <laughs> <laughs> Zip, zop, zippity doop. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta get that points. <laughs> uh, Dan Dolph. I can't believe they cast a black man to play the king. They weren't. That's not what they were thinking when they cast them. They cast him as the great power, not the king. God. 
The Great Power Uti. The Great Power Cosby. <laughs> how about how about Randy Quaid playing Bray Wyatt? Wow. <laughs> have you seen he what he even like have to act anymore? No. Have you seen what he looks like now with his huge beard? He's ready for this part. <laughs> And he's act, he's quote unquote acting crazy. They, they've been lying to you, Clark. He looks like he would play like retired Bray Wyatt. Anyone but you, Griswold. Let's, Anyone but you. Let's give that points. Russell Wright points. All right, Leave Shriver. Do I even need to say who he's playing? It's Chris Benoit. <laughs> oh, you mean like who he's playing in the movie? Yeah. So, I mean, it works, but it's obvious. Because he's already doing it. Sobertroff. Sobertroff. You were around for that, right? Yes, I was. I prefer to call him Sobertroff. Because he was nothing like Sabretooth. <laughs> I think I missed that one. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that's it was that, when Origins Wolverine came out and it was Is that who I think it was? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Andrew. I I prefer. Yeah, that's and I call it. was actually really good as Sabretooth. It, isn't it funny like two guys that known for doing musicals play play Wolverine and Sabretooth? <laughs> that movie had an awesome opening too, where they were like they were fighting through time. Yeah. Anyway. And then we learned that Gambit, one of his one of his mutant abilities, is flying. <laughs> and Professor X was wearing a mask of Professor X's face. And Blob sounds like Bub. Well, yeah, it's vice versa. Uh, and one of the Black Eyed Peas played. Um, who did he play again? It wasn't Bishop? It was like who did he? No, play? he was a teleportation guy. He was the one that they stole the teleporting for. Yeah, fake yeah. Deadpool. Anyway, no points because that's a movie that's already happening. Hmm. Let's see who will I am in Wolverine. Interactive well, segment, kids. <laughs> oh, Wolverine. Oh, just like everything else, Chris Benoit, it's time to bury this. Oh, Arnold's really itching to do something over there. Well, I am as John Wraith. He <laughs> didn't even have a cool name. He's just John Wraith. Yeah. All right, Andrew Whitaker, you are buried. John Wraith. John Wraith could be a gimmick name. He's just John Wraith. He never had a freaking name. No, uh, Expediter is a notable alias. Hey, if you just look up John on IMDb, John Boyega is the first one who comes up, and Josh Krasinski. John but then if you go down, the last one on the first page is John Cena. Because he was in five movies last year. And he wasn't the star of any of them, and I think that's his best use. The only people billed over John Cena, according to IMDb, are Boyega, Krasinski, Reese Davis, and Travolta. The other one is John Wick, which is not a person. Let's have some a movie. John Cena is known for Raw, The Marine, Twelve Rounds, and Trainwreck. 
stay consistent. John Cena. All right, so you got two entries left, or two casting choices left for the movie. Lindsay Lohan is playing Tammy Sitch. Oh, my God. Wow. Lindsay Lohan. Uh, yeah, points. Yes, that was the point dinger. <laughs> of course, Joe Mad Dog Needle points. And your final casting choice goes to Jim Carrey playing Sting. <laughs> huh? Huh? I'm not sure whether <laughs> I find that funnier or 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 good. But or yeah, good. do you see it? When you actually look at him, do you see it now? Because I do. But the thing yeah. is, he isn't going to say anything the entire movie. <laughs> he yes, he little... is. When he, when he plays the old Sting, he will. He needs a little goatee. If he wants to be current Sting. But he He's could like be blonde assault, Sting assault really man. easily. Or he'll just do... He won't have to say anything. They'll just get somebody else to do the voiceover for him. I want him he to be like smoking. He could be, yeah, he could be Joker Sting because he got to put on the the mask. The, ma- the mask. <laughs> Loser. That I was... can't get this. Off. It's face paint. That's why you can't get it off. It's not stuck to you. It's face paint. Just wipe it off. Take a shower. A little, a little bit more Ace Ventura in there as well. Why didn't no one cast me as anyone? <laughs> this is terrible. Who are you going to play? I was so. going to play. Me! When I won the box office championship! I think I'd be great in that role. Oh, for having for making that movie where you fight the devil? End of days! Yes! <laughs> and then I, I get on the commentary, and then I say, He is cheating! He is cheating! And then I punch Triple H in the face, and Triple H is played by um the, the, the guy. I can't remember Sean his Bean. name. <laughs> the yes. guy. And then... Uh, then I win the box office championship, and End of Days three comes out in theaters this weekend. What about two? Oh, what? I didn't know that. Is that like moving to Leonard Part Seven? <laughs> two stars Sinbad. If you saw Jingle all the way, he got two. He got two. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, um, let's just go ahead and uh, give Don Mario his points. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so that's those are your casting choices. So, so who takes home the win? Dandal. <laughs> oh yeah, for Bill Cosby as Jerry. Unless, unless Dan disagrees, I thought that one was hilarious. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Dandal, you are the winner, sir. All right, so like we've always say every single week, if you've got an idea for a points or buried game, keep it to yourself. <laughs> You, you can try submitting it. I don't know. Chev's given me a couple of ideas. And you have not used any of them. Well, we, we were happy that some nobody used Dwayne Johnson as The Rock, because I'm pretty sure that popped up. Hey, did you know that edited. Dwayne Johnson looks exactly like The Rock? Like, oh my god. It's crazy. That should be Cray. <laughs> Is he going to play The Rock in the Chris Benoit movie? Of course. Is he going to play his own father in that 70s show? <laughs> oh my god. And then god. Ken Shamrock is just going to be Ken Shamrock, but with a beard? 
But with no with chops, I think it was. And the Hardys were wrestling a match in the ring during that show, I think. Yes, the, and yeah, Hardys and Shamrock were on it, and Ernie Ladd as himself. Those no more autographs. We want an autograph. All right, give the kid an autograph that no more autographs. I'm like, all right. That was cool dialogue. Thanks for appearing, Ernie Ladd. Uh, good stuff. Well, guys, that wraps up this week's episode. So remember, we'll have some more Royal Rumble discussion next week and another Points Are Buried game that we might do if you submit it, but we might not. So you have until Monday to submit it. So Do it. it. You think you're funny. Let's do it. You think you're cute? You think you're cute? You think you're cute? Say something. And remember, if you need a ride, call the Uber taker. Thank you, guys. Okay, driver, I'm ready to go. Get me out of here. Driver? Driver, I'm ready to go. Get me out of here. Buckle up, Teddy. Please!